0: Hallelujah, we are so glad that you are here tonight, glory to God, and over the years we've done our candlelight service many different ways, and you know it's never the same, but uh, it's good to be able to spend it with family, amen? Amen of a church family. <laughs> you're part of your own family and you're part of a church family. Yeah. And uh, we have relatives on earth and relatives in heaven. Yeah. Amen? amen? God's got a big family. <laughs> and, uh, you know, God does miracles on a service like this. Because I preach my shortest sermon ever. <laughs> 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 That's a miracle, amen?
1: <laughs>
0: Hallelujah. Alright, and uh, your giving is available if you'd like to do that, if you're watching us you can do that online as well, we appreciate so much your giving, and you guys are faithful givers, and uh, God is going to bless you for it, I wanted to uh, read a poem to you, and uh, then we'll get into the message, it's called Christmas Time, by Lenora... McWhorter. At Christmas, lights burn brighter and friendly hugs get even tighter. The spirit of Christmas fills the air and people seem to really care. Merry hearts are filled with cheer. Families and friends all draw near. The streets around are filled despite the cold winter chill. Everywhere there's smiling faces, giving and receiving warm embraces. And for a time, sadness disappeared. Peace, joy, and hope replaces fear. All because God's love came down and filled the earth all around. So we celebrate at Christmas time our Savior and Lord, holy, divine. We honor Jesus throughout the year. So at the so the Christmas spirit will linger near. For the story of his birth is ours to tell that Jesus became our Emmanuel. Wow. Amen? Amen. So tonight I just wanted to talk to you briefly for a few moments about joy. You know, God is a joyful God. Amen. He's not a joyless God. He's not a hope I find some joy God. He is an overflowing, joyful God, and he wants his people to have joy. And uh, this is this embraces the message of the Christmas story. You know, joy is exaltation that's rooted in God, it uh, when it gets a hold of you, it's it, you can't contain it. Amen? Amen. I was thinking about that song. What would a joyful sound sound like? If you were to make a joyful sound right now,
1: sound. Amen.
0: Hallelujah. Well, we can make a joyful sound. We get strength from joy. We get hope from joy. We get life from joy. We get relief from joy. Joy came to give us this. You know, joy is experienced when God acts for his people. In harvest time, when we get a military victory, wherever one experiences. God's faithfulness. Have you experienced God's faithfulness? Well, Anytime that you've experienced God's faithfulness that's an opportunity to joy. And uh, joy is closely linked with worship. As we worship God joy flows from Him. The Bible says in Psalm 1611 it says in His presence is fullness of joy. Amen. And at His right hand are pleasures forevermore. There's joy and pleasure in God's presence. And He is here tonight. Amen? Amen. You know, joy provokes glad shouts. It can provoke dancing and song. It carries with it enthusiasm, excitement, and praise. Amen? Amen. And because Jesus came, we've got something to shout about. Well, I don't feel like shouting. Well, joy has already taken care of that scrooge. Amen.
1: We might say
0: bah humbug, but Jesus said, Come here, let me give you a hug. Joy is a byproduct of our relationship with Christ. It's a fruit. It grows. You can have as much joy. Do you realize that you have a, a joy uh, field in your heart? Orchard, a joy orchard. I was trying to think of the word. So you can, you can pick a joy fruit. You can open it up, pour it in a glass, and you can drink some. Amen? And it will start to affect you. Joy can be intoxicating. Without a headache. Right? Without any side effects. Joy. The Bible says in Romans 14 that the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but it's righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. There's joy in the Holy Ghost. And if the Holy Ghost is in you, then joy is in you. And, you know, we can find joy in obeying what Jesus said in John 15, 10 and 11. He said, if you keep my commandments and abide in me, he says, my joy will remain in you and your joy will be full. His joy in us is what makes us joyful. Your joy comes from Jesus. Alright? And joy comes from what God has written to us. Did you know that God wrote us the greatest love letter ever? The Word of God, the Bible. This is God's heart. This is God's mouth. This is God's desire for us. Amen? All of His promises in this book are yes and amen for you. Hallelujah. Joy is greater than happiness. Can you imagine... I, the, the joy of becoming pregnant, I never, I can't imagine that, but I, I was there when my wife got pregnant. You
1: know, one time
0: God gave me a message called Faith is Like Pregnancy, and this is the truth, I shared that, and, and this um, wonderful black lady came up to me, she says, are you sure you have been pregnant? I said, I'm sure, I'm sure. But not only is there joy in that, but there's joy in giving birth. Oh, you know, you might go through pain for a little bit, and, and, but once that birth occurs, joy just fills that room. Amen? This is what Mary felt. You know, we sang about it when you love and believe in Jesus Christ, you have joy unspeakable. You have so much joy, you can't just express it in words. Well, how, if I can't express it in words, sounds, facial expressions, amen? Movement. You can't keep joy in. And in the Bible, in the Christmas story, of Luke chapter 1, verse 14, Luke 1. Verse 14. The angel gave a message to Mary that is for us today. Alright? And the angel, well, this, this was uh, Zechariah. And uh, he was telling Zachariah, you shall have joy and gladness, and many shall rejoice at his birth. That's talking about John. Alright? So there are multiple levels, layers, and depths of joy that you can experience. Not only was he going to have joy, but there was going to be gladness and others were were going to rejoice with them. Amen? Did you know that joy is contagious? When one person starts to bubble up and overflow with joy, it's not going to be too long that others will join in. It's kind of like when someone yawns. you You yawn and then all of a sudden everybody else in the room is yawning. But that's what happens with joy. I want you to just get touched by joy tonight. Walter B. Knight says this, Joy is the flag that flies over the castle of our hearts, announcing that the king is in residence there. Is the king residing in you tonight? See, in God, there's no limit to the joy that you can have or experience daily. Even more than once a day. Let's decide tonight to open up and receive all the joy that God wants us to have. Can you, can you do that? Do you believe that God wants you to have joy? He's given it to us. Christ is the source Of our joy. C.S. Lewis said this joy is the serious business of heaven.
1: Amen? Joy
0: is the serious business of heaven. Did you know that God even laughs? He sits in the heavens and laughs at those who don't think he exists. (laughs) He laughs. I mean, can you see God in heaven? God bless. A.B. Simpson said this, Begin to rejoice in the Lord, and your bones will flourish like an herb. Your cheeks will glow like the bloom of health and freshness. Worry, fear, distrust, care, all are poisonous. Joy is balm and healing, and and if you will but rejoice, God will give you power. Well, I don't feel like rejoicing. Sometimes we don't, but you know what? That's no excuse for not rejoicing. Amen? That moment of rejoicing might just be the thing that turns things around. So, this joy... The angel said, you're going to have joy. That is delight and gladness. It's a source of joy. It means when God leans towards you and is favorable towards you. That's what that joy means. God is on your side. It means you recognize his grace. And it's because of his grace And joy, the joy of God springs from faith in God. Isaiah the prophet said in Isaiah 12, 3, he said, with joy shall you draw water out of the well of salvation. Where's that well? It's in your heart. And you can draw from it. You have a container, an ever-flowing container of joy on the inside of you. And whenever you need it, you can dip into it. Just like when you're thirsty, you can take a drink. With joy shall you draw water from the wells. And you know what? The more you draw, the well becomes a river. Out of your hot belly shall flow rivers. Of living water. And joy has a way of penetrating affliction. Did you know that even in hard times, God's joy can find its way in? Amen? So you'll have joy, and then he said you'll have gladness. There'll be exaltation. There'll be exuberant joy. Each one of us is a container of exuberant joy. And every once in a while, the Holy Ghost shakes us up. Shakes us up. Right? What's He doing? He's loosening that joy so that it can come out. He's about to pop. Tonight, He's about to pop the cork. Right? God's a, God wants to pop the cork tonight. And he wants some of that, that word gladness is delight, exhilaration. It's intense joy. Have you ever been around someone that's, oh, you're too joyful? <laughs> Amen? Yes. I'll never forget one time, a group of us in Illinois, when I was single, we went out to the truck stop as we normally did. It was after a church service. And I'll tell you what, it was a pretty wild service. And we had a corner table, and there was about seven of us sitting at that table. And then for no reason whatsoever, other than God, you know, sometimes it, one starts to get a chuckle, and then that chuckle turns into a belly laugh, and then that belly laughs, you, you can't contain it, you know? And uh, well, that started to flow, and it hit everybody. And the one person sitting in the corner, he slid off of his chair underneath the table. <laughs> and the waitress came to our table and finally said, "You know, if you guys don't settle down, they didn't have to leave." Right? But we were having a good time in the Lord, Amen, in a public place. Yeah. That's <laughs> That's what this joy is for. You know, sometimes in the Bible, God anointed people with joy. He would smear you with joy. He'd take a little bit of joy and take some oil of joy. The Bible talks about an oil of joy. There's oil of joy. You don't need an oil change
1: tonight? (laughs) There's free oil change tonight. God will cause you to fill up. I
0: like some. Some of that oil of joy, please, to go. So the angel said, You're going to have joy, there'll be gladness, and many shall rejoice. In other words, many will be glad. They'll be glad for God's grace, they'll be cheerful. Alright? And we go further in the Christmas story in Luke chapter 1, verse 44. Luke 1, verse 44. And this is talking about Elizabeth. For indeed, as soon as the voice of your greeting sounded in my ears, and I want you to know the moment she heard the sound of the greeting. What was Mary carrying? She was carrying Jesus. She was carrying the Word. And she walked in and opened her mouth and out of her mouth... Like some bubbly, some blowing goodness of God, right? And Elizabeth said, The moment you're greeting like this babe leaped in my womb for joy. John was leaping for joy at the presence of Jesus in the room. That's all he could do. He could only spin circles, you know? John was like being a washing machine, he could only He do on the spin cycle, right? I mean he's only in the womb. He's only got that much room, he only root marks. But there will see, when joy gets a hold of you, there will be an expression. Don't hold back the expression. Whatever that is. Amen? Alright, let's look at verse forty six. Mary began to sing. Mary said, my soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit has rejoiced in God my Savior. Did you know that when we magnify God, it causes rejoicing? Sometimes we just need to take our focus on what's happening here and put it on the Lord and begin to magnify. Make Him bigger than what's going on here. Magnify the Lord. You know, a magnifying glass, it makes ants look bigger.
1: Right? Right?
0: So when we magnify God, we're making Him bigger than our problems. We're making Him bigger than our situation. We're making Him bigger than our circumstance. And Mary began, she magnified Lord. She said, my spirit has rejoiced. She burst out in song.
1: <gasps>
0: she was giving Elizabeth a concert. Amen? Alright, let's go to verse 58. And when, this is about Elizabeth again, when her neighbors and relatives heard how the Lord had shown great mercy to her, they rejoiced with her. Fulfillment of prophecy right there. They began, do do you realize all those who criticized Elizabeth because she was barren were now rejoicing with her? God turned the criticism into rejoicing. Can you say amen? Yeah. No better way to shut up a critic than to laugh. No better way to get the devil uh, for him to run when you was to laugh at him. Everybody say, ha ha, devil. Ha-ha. <laughs> See, he thought he won, but he didn't. Ha ha. Alright? Let's go to Luke 2.10. Luke 2.10. The joy continues to flow. Then the angel said to them, the shepherds, do not be afraid, for behold, look,
1: I bring you good tidings of a
0: little bit of triple joy.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: That's not what your Bible says? Oh, see, we think when it comes to joy, a little dab will do you. No, a little dab is not enough. He says, I bring you. Good tidings of great joy, which is to settle with people? Oh, only this group of people. Only that group of people. All people. That means everybody can receive the joy of the Lord. Joy is for everybody. Everyone. There's more than enough joy to go around and there'll always be left over. Amen. Hallelujah! All right, let's go to Matthew 2. Two years later. Right? Two years later. The wise men finally arrived. Some think they were late. No, they were right on time. Because God knew that he needed to get some money to his family. So he, he inspired some kings to make this journey. And they arrived. The, the Joseph and Mary family to go to Egypt. Now these were King David showed up at the, at the manger. They showed up at the house. And Jesus was about two years old now. took them that long to get from where they were. And they didn't just come with three people. They had an entourage. I mean, kings don't travel with one person. Amen? Especially three kings together carrying treasure. You're going to have some soldiers. You're going to have some servants. You're going to have some camels, which were the semi-trucks of that day. Okay? And here's what it says, Matthew chapter 2, verses 9 to 11. When they heard the king, they departed. And behold, the star which they had seen in the east, that star led them from where they were. The light led them, the glory led them, the heavens led them. Come on. Till they came, till it came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. Not just great joy. I mean, they were bursting out. They were exuberant. They were expressive. Exceedingly great joy. Joy was meant to break the limit. What's the speed limit in joy? There is none. When it comes to joy, it's an autobahn. No speed limit. Take as much as you want. Express yourself as much as you want. Amen? There's no limit. The exceedingly great joy. And what happened? When they came into the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. There's always joy in worship. When they had opened their treasures, they presented him to him gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Can you say amen? amen? So, that's the miracle of the joy of the Christmas story. God didn't just reserve this joy for them. It's for you. It's for you tonight. It's for you tomorrow. It's for you the next day. Amen? Yes, we need joy. Yes. And we need to not hold back the joy of the Lord. Yes. we we got to express our joy to God. Amen? Yes. Express joy will always result in worship. Yes. Hallelujah. Who wants some joy? Yes. Let's just stand to our feet for a moment. And let's just begin to take a moment and magnify the Lord. And joy will result. What you doing? You're just stirring up that joy that's on the inside. Father, we praise you. Oh Lord, we magnify the name of Jesus. We, We thank you for your strength. We thank you for your goodness. You've given us a gift of joy tonight in the name of Jesus, that we can rejoice in you.
1: Rejoice
0: and be glad. And again I say, rejoice, says the Lord. Hallelujah. You, you decide. You decide how much rejoicing do you need. How much
1: rejoicing do you need to invest in? Amen? The bigger the problem,
0: the greater the joy, and the greater the victory.
1: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. welcome your joy in this place in our hearts, in our mouths in Jesus name hallelujah, glory to God oh hallelujah thank you Lord, do not you just feel it bubbling up on the inside
0: of you yes. Woo, glory to God ah, ah, ah. amen say the joy, the, Lord the joy of the Lord is my strength is my strength Jesus is my source Jesus, of joy. Of joy. The, world the world can't take it. The world can't diminish it. The world can't snuff it. it out. The world can't it out. I'm, going I'm, going I'm going to express my joy. Joy is coming out. Is coming out. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory. glory, 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 Amen. Amen. Now, with joy comes light.
1: <laughs> Are
0: you guys ready to shine some light for Jesus?
1: Amen. This is the candle light part of our celebration. Amen?
0: And you know, God's light is meant to illuminate. But then, it's also meant to be shared. So God wants you to take your light, and He wants you to pass that on to someone else.